Hey sci-fi fans, this is Michael Welch from the Twilight Films and the upcoming sci-fi series Z Nation, and you are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Well, welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And we are very happy to be back tonight. September was kind of chaotic. My computer went down for the count, and we had some episodes in the can we recorded at the beginning of September, but it's been about a month, Miles, since we last connected. I know, it's been too long. It happens. And unfortunately, our female co-host, M is not here with us, so... You're going to have to deal with the uh, the masculinity of this episode, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we, the balance of testosterone, estrogen, it's it, going to be off balance tonight. It will, it will be off balance. We will be off kilter tonight. Right. There's just no doubt about it. Right. We don't have uh, M's. Uh, um, nothing, nothing to rein us in, nothing to keep us in check. Uh, so all bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There, there you go. Um, Miles, how you been, man? Pretty good. Uh, I've uh, been enjoying some. Um, I, I forgot that uh, I thought Under the Dome had had um, uh, wrapped up sooner, and uh, we transitioned to a new, um, not cable company, but to a new, uh, a new uh, cable box. But I had to re-record all my or some of my recordings for my, my shows again. And I forgot about um, Under the Dome, and I heard about uh, Under Dome just wrapped up. It's like, oh, really? So I checked the um, On Demand, and there's like five episodes or four or five I haven't seen. So I've been... Ooh, it's like, it's like, all, it's like all fresh, So right? it's like new, new Under the Dome episodes for me. So I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, so I've been enjoying that. I'm not done. Not, not done. I have to see, still see the season finale. Um, I'm enjoying the new Doctor Who. Before you get there, you know... If you did miss up and you want to, if you didn't miss Under the Dome and you wanted to catch up on it, you could always tune into Under the Dome Radio with Wayne Henderson. That's right, right. And mm-hmm. Troy, they they talk about, they give a lot of background to it, so that would keep you up to date too. That's true. So if you're if you like Under the Dome, check out their podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But go ahead. You were going to say Doctor Who. We're going to talk about Doctor Who in the listener feedback episode. But mm-hmm. you're watching it. I'm watching it, and uh, you know, people are dogging this new Doctor. But uh, my understanding from conversing with you prior to the show here, you aren't anti uh, Peter Capaldi, right? I'm not. I, I don't know. I mean, I, he just kind of. He he makes me laugh. He's just th- this crotchety old British guy, and yeah. uh, you, you said it kind of reminds he kind of reminds you of yourself, right? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> old crotchety. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just getting bald. No, I'm sorry, he's not bald. Well, no, he has more hair than I do. Yeah, actually, he does. He does. So, and he has a great sidekick. Come on, she, she's cute. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I admit it. You know where you work, you don't have a sidekick like that running around, do you? Uh, no, unfortunately, I do not. No. <laughs> so. Um, and I, and I kind of like what he did with the TARDIS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of scaled it down. Not as... It's a little bit more of a muted TARDIS. Is that right? Is that a way to say it? I was just thinking it looks a little more... 
I don't know, a little more technological, a little less steampunk, I thought. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and so watching that, um, whenever I listen to um, the Gatecast, when they, when they talk about a you know, episode of Stargate, either SG-1 or Atlantis. Occasionally, I'll go back and watch one of those shows. I haven't done that in a while, but so I've actually some, been re-watching some Stargate Atlantis, which I've enjoyed again. Uh, reading, um, finished up a Stargate uh, novel just recently. Um, that was called, and I have that up here, it was um, Hostile Ground. So if, you, if you're looking for a good Stargate novel, check out Hostile Ground. And I also finished up reading uh, former friends, uh, Dayton Warren, Kevin Dilmore. They've been read, they've been writing the Star Trek uh, Seeker series. Okay. And what number of Seekers are they at? This, uh, I think that this was number two I just finished reading. I'm not sure if three is out. Okay. I know there's been talk about it on the uh, Facebook, but mm-hmm. I have not... Uh... I have not read those novels. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, Miles. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've been hooing it up. The only show on television I'm actually watching right now. Um, I have I have watched a little bit of... Well, I'm watching Pokemon with my son. But I've been watching... You know, I watched a little bit of Enterprise. And now I've been kind of off the Enterprise kick. I just don't have a lot of time right now mm-hmm. uh, juggling my life. But I the only time show I'm making time for is Who. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of what I'm watching right now. I haven't watched a ton of movies and uh, I'm doing some reading because I'm going on a lot of runs. I'm training for the Marine Corps Marathon. Oh, wow. So that comes up the end of October. I'll be mm-hmm. putting 26 miles. And so I put a lot of time on the road and I'm listening to the Wheel of Time series. Still enjoying that. I mean, I mean book eight mm-hmm. dagger or something comes with something. I don't remember the title right now, but that's what I'm reading, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm about to wrap up that book in about five hours or so, so that'll be done before the weekend's out. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll be, it's, it's, it's a good book. I'm enjoying it, mm-hmm. and I know they get a little bit ponderous, but they pass the time for me when I'm on the road. So, well, if you're listening to it, it's, it's, it's a good way to get reading done, and it's a good way to be distracted from the fact that I'm, really, Scott, you're doing 18 miles a day, really, seriously. <laughs> so it's a good distraction. It that definitely is. Well, let's talk about the show. And before we do that, we are 500 likes and growing, right? Tell me about that, Miles. I, I saw 499 sometime maybe two weeks ago. I thought, hey, that's pretty awesome. Only one more. And then not even a week later, we hit the 500 mark. So whoever, so thank you, people. Thank yeah. you. You listeners. are listeners liking us on the Facebook, the almighty God of Facebook. But you are awesome. Thank you so much for liking us mm-hmm. and sharing us and uh I'm going to tell you, we have some nice good loot goodness we're going to be giving away on the uh, Facebook in the upcoming. So check out Facebook. Um, and this is for just kind of to thank you for staying with us over the past four or five years as we've been podcasting. Yes, thank you. And like Scott said, we're going to make it, usually we do it with trivia, but we're going to make it a little easier this time around. So we don't have any trivia in the show tonight, but we are going to be giving away prizes on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are not a part of Facebook and you want to be in the prize pool, just let us know what social media you're on and we'll try to kind of share the pictures there as well because we aren't married to Facebook Mm -hmm. as far as that goes. But that's where we're going to be posting pictures of them and you can get at first glance. And it's basically you just let us know. You let us know and that'll be good. Miles, we are a diner. That means we have a menu. menu My understanding is that you are going to share with us in just a moment here what's on our menu tonight. What are we going to be feasting on? What sort of sci-fi goodness do we have? Well, we're going to talk about a little bit what's going on on TV this week. Uh, There's a new um, 
new uh, Star Wars Rebels uh, trailer. Uh, that, that show's going to premiere this week, and we're going to watch that, and I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, in uh, movie news, uh, we got some good stuff to talk about. Uh, Batman, Superman, uh, some things you found. Um, you found a, uh, a Knight Rider movie trailer, which... Right, uh, right. We're excited about that. We're, we're anticipating that. Oh, and The Birdman. Yes, the Birdman the, the trailer just appeared with Michael Keaton, which looks a little bit to be a black swan taste. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. <laughs> um, so that's what we have for, for TV and movie news. And then for our um, Sci-Fi 5 of 5, um, with Doctor Who on the mind, I thought there's got to be some great Doctor Who quotes. And of course, there was. There's many Doctor Who quotes. But I picked out five, and we'll, we'll, we'll do that for our 5 of 5. And you missed the twist with Shatner being called by Abrams. Yes, this is huge news. Um, so... Uh, we'll talk about William Shatner and J.J. Abrams and, and Robert Orsi. And uh, so is uh, is the Shat going to be in the new Star Trek movie? We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Before we go there, why don't we give some love to our good friends at the Gatecast. Where, can you tell us, you're listening to the Gatecast, where are they at with Stargate and Stargate Atlantis right now? They're in Season 10 of Stargate SG-1. So they're wrapping this up soon. So yeah, SG-1 will be done. So not, not, um, they still have, they're, Still early in there, so it's going to be a little while before they get there. And, and they alternate between that and uh, Stargate Atlantis. And in Atlantis, they're in season three. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they have Universe to do. They still have Universe to do. The animated series, if they choose to do it. Which they won't. Which they won't. <laughs> they've made that clear? Oh, they've made that abundantly and clear. What about the movies? Have they done the movies? They... They have. They. I'm pretty sure they will do the 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 movie. You know, the arc of truth and right. Uh, there continuum. were three, I think, or two. There uh, was two of them. Yeah, two, two, two of them. So those will be done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, by the way, guys, in case, I know they listen to the podcast here. We have a special bumper we're going to be sending your way. Oh yeah. So uh, you'll be excited about this. And mm-hmm. uh, but if you haven't done so and you're into Stargate and you're missing seeing Stargate on the screen, by all means, check out the Gatecast. They have a great commentary. Um, uh, Mike and Alan, you need to check them out. The myths of a thousand worlds tell of a time when darkness enveloped the galaxy, an age before the coming of the fifth race. Tales and legends of gods that could crush worlds but with a gesture, and vast armies to enslave the free peoples of our realms. Armies whose existence spanned hundreds of generations, yet long gone. And we ask ourselves, what if these myths have a kernel of truth? One thing is known, those who now claim to be descended from the fifth race are not eager to look back into the darkness, but events have conspired against them as long lost worlds outside of the gate systems have been discovered. The first artifacts and data have been studied, and now is the time for the true story to be told. These are the people of the fifth race before they became saviors of the galaxy. Watch, listen and comprehend, then spread the lessons we learned from the people of the Earth and its Stargate command. Engage the translation matrix. Matrix ready. Input search phrase. Gatecast, a Stargate podcast. Gatecast implemented. Translation and interpretation engaged for Stargate archives. Audio format. Enhance, please. Gatecast additional data located. Gatecast.co.uk. Also under the headings Facebook, Google, Twitter, and iTunes. Gatecast by fans for fans. Stargate forever.
back with some news and some of its immediate, some of its future. Let's talk about some of the new stuff that's coming out. It's been a while since we had something new with Star Wars come out and we were all excited about some new stuff. Tell me what's going on in the world of Star Wars, Miles. We talked about this a few months ago. We had a little bit of information about it, but now we have a, a, a longer trailer, and it's going to premiere really soon. So, do you want me to play the trailer now and then talk about it, or how do you want to do it? Let, let's let, let's watch, watch the trailer. This is Master Obi Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen. In a time of darkness, when fear ruled the galaxy. Move along, this is a restricted area. Heroes will rise. Entering hyperspace. Destinies will collide. Who is that kid? And a rebellion will ignite. I'm going to snuff out this spark before it catches fire. What happened down there? He did. We need an opening. Found one! Kids, stop! Sounds like someone I used to know. All troopers, focus your fire on... ...on the Jedi. Our future is uncertain. But in time, a new hope will emerge. Your parents must be worried sick. I don't have parents. The Force is strong with you, Ezra. Come with us. Learn what it truly means to be a Jedi. What part of Blast Them did you not understand? It's over, Jedi. Not this time. Now! Star Wars Rebels. Join the Rebellion. Coming this October on Disney XD. Excuse the intrusion, Inquisitor, but I have encountered a rebel cell. You did well to call. I I I, I am excited for this. I mean, you know, we have we have we have uh, we have Jedi in it and mm-hmm. the, the Rebels, and uh, it's just immediately after Revenge of the Sith has taken place. And is that Ahsoka? Or is that supposed to be a sh- uh, like the one Jedi? Or is it supposed to be another Jedi there? I'm, you know, that, with the Twilight. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is Ahsoka. But I, I, I'll watch the first episode yeah. and see. Um, is it Ahsoka or Ashoka? I don't know. I'm not it's sure. Close. <laughs> All right, but we, some we, listener will correct us. But. Yes, but um, for for new Star Wars content, I'm, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. This looks this looks really good. I don't know if I'll be watching it live because we don't have live television. But maybe if they uh, release them on Prime, I'll be able to uh, mm-hmm. be able to follow along. We'll see. But uh, yeah, so this is this is through Disney. I mean, we now Disney owns almost everything, and they own Star Wars. So right, right. And I really like the fact that they had like Mickey Mouse in that one clip. I'm yeah, he, he was totally badass. He was. <laughs> I mean, saber and awe. I'm glad he's fighting for the rebellion. 
Uh, so tell me, do we do you have any information, or is this basically should we move on? Let's move. On. I think we talked about it enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, listeners, let us know. I mean, if you'll be watching it and what what you think. Yeah. So Star Wars, we are Star Wars fanatics. We Absolutely. are Star Trek, Star Wars. You know, I mean, these are two of the biggest franchises. And Star Wars, it's great to see it being continued. We, of course, are looking for forward to, with anticipation, Star Wars Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. When that'll be down the pike? I think you're saying two years. Is that correct, or is it next year already? I think it's two years. I'm only sure if it's 2016 or 17. 16 is my guess, but you know who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's Disney, and they can do whatever the heck they want. All right. Well, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about Batman? Right, so I saw this article on Blaster. Um, yeah, so more Batman and Superman picks suggest there's going to be anti-Superman movement. Um, the comic book movie is supposed to a bunch of new images taken by the Detroit uh, resident named uh, Tim Ryman, who also snapped some photos of what could be uh, Wayne Manor in the movie, showing what appears to be a demonstration held against Superman, uh, played by Henry Cavill. Signs bearing slogans like, Super Death and Thanks for the Help, the the ladder in flames beneath it seemed to indicate that there is a lot of uh, uh, ill will toward Kal-El for the, the carnage caused by the, the Titanic battle with the uh, um, minions of Z- minions and Zod in Man of Steel. Apparently, some extra extras have been spotted wearing Superman and Survivors t-shirts as well. They're even burning a, a Superman dummy in effigy. I, I think I'll post this on uh, um, our, our Facebook page. This, this looked pretty interesting. I had a suspicion there's, you know, after reading this, that there was going to be some anti-Superman sentiment because, well, let's face it. I mean, uh, he did a, you know, he did his fair share of damage to Smallville and to Metropolis and um, the other Kryptonians did their own fair share of damage to to the Earth as well. So he, he has some damage control to do. Well, it's not the first time there's been anti-Superman sentiment mm-hmm. in the uh, Superman world and universe. So this isn't totally surprising. No, it's not, and um, it, it, I think it's actually good for the story. He has to now win the hearts of the people back. Right. Um, I think when the Richard Donner movies, when when Zod and his minions came, there wasn't that anti-Superman sentiment. I mean, but but we're different now. I mean, I mean, back in the late eighties, we're a little more, maybe a little more cynical, a little more. Uh, um, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but yeah, we, we take exception with having our uh, our, our cities and towns uh, trashed, like like Superman and 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 Zod did in uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so I I'm looking forward to it. This is the one that Wonder Woman's also supposed to be in, right? Mm-hmm, right. It's a Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman movie, and uh, maybe it'll be great to kind of see first time that I can remember seeing them in like a live action movie together. Right. Is that true? So, oh, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I mean, I know there's still some, you know backlash with Ben Affleck being Batman, but and, and I'm not sanguine about it either. But I'm still going to when it comes out in theaters, I'm going to see. He'll it. do fine. He'll do fine. I hope so. I you he, know whatever. He better not screw it up. That's all I got to yeah. say. Well, we have some Knight Rider news. For those of you missing the classic, there's a classic theme song right there. Right? Brings so, back memories. Yeah, memories. Talk about memories. Or is this a nightmare? That's what I'm trying to debate. This movie that's coming out, is this a nightmare? Or is it, I mean, Justin Bieber, uh, Knight Rider. Uh, 
we really gotta we gotta explain this or people won't know where we're going they'll be like what we, the heck are you guys talking we about we need some explanations yeah so um basically here's the story justin bieber was signed on to any to lend his voice as kit in the new knight rider movie which I crickets, think crickets, crickets. I'm not, I'm not feeling good about no, that. No. Well, let's back up. This is really not the Knight Rider movie. What it is is a movie is called Killing David Hasselhoff or Killing Hasselhoff, I think. Um, and 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 it's a comedy, and he and Bieber voices Kit in the comedy, I guess. And so this is kind of the background to the story, and it's kind of cobbled together. So just bear with me. Uh, <sighs> Uh, at one time, Bieber must have asked Hasselhoff for a favor and I called him back and said, hey, can you do me a favor? And he said, yes. And David told Yahoo News. Uh, I did his favor first because I love the Beeb. I think he's a cool kid and gets a bad rap. Uh, he's a good guy. I like his music. I've known him for five years. Killing Hasselhoff is being directed by Darren, a diary of a, diary of a mad black woman, Grant, and it follows a guy who tries to win a celebrity death pool by hiring a hitman to kill David Hasselhoff. Behind Hasselhoff himself, Jim Jeffries and John Lovitz are attached to Star. Justin was spotted taking a joyride with the Hoff in the iconic, an iconic Pontiac Trans Am in Venice Beach, California, on Tuesday. Um, and so they're just talking about he, he's apparently voicing <laughs> Kit now, <laughs> which is sacrilegious. It's a little bit sacrilegious, but uh, by the time you digitize that, that voice. Is it going to be okay? Or is it just meant to be a comedy and take it lighthearted? Absolutely. That's, that's kind of the main thing. I think they're kind of making fun of it. Oh, it's it's definitely spoof. <laughs> yeah. But Knight Rider, come on. The, the Hasselhoff, right? Well, I, it, I think it's more... I mean, Knight Rider will be part of what this whole thing is. I mean... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's probably the closest we're going to get to seeing Hasselhoff in another Knight Rider movie. So if you love me, Knight Rider, that iconic, what, the 80s series? Mm -hmm. Bieber wasn't even alive when it came out. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a young one. Mm -hmm. So, but... And uh, do you remember that short-lived uh, revival of it they tried to do? I, I, I do. And I, I, I really wish it would have done good. I was kind of looking... For, same with The Bionic Woman with, with Sackhoff. Two shows of kind of flashes in the pan, and they could have done so much more with them. Yeah, I mean those those were shows from my, my when I was a child, and yeah, I would have hoped they would, have, but they just they just didn't have the same same magic that the the old shows did. Well, that's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so Trek news. My understanding is we got some news regarding Star Trek. We do, and I saw this and thought this was uh, interesting and. Not sure, you know. I just hope if if it if it comes to pass that it's done right. So, some of you may have heard that J.J. Uh, Abrams got a hold of William Shatner with a possibility of a role in in, in Star Trek 2016, and and Shatner responded that he, he would be delighted to do it. Um, at the Nashville Comic Con, uh, William Shatner revealed that he had spoke to J.J. Abrams, who is producing the next Star Trek movie, about how this might uh, be an idea for him to play a part. We we have a full transcript of Shatner's comments and video below, which we won't be uh, sharing here. No. But um, so that was uh, that that one that went on the news that went on Twitter. Um, what came after that? Shatner was asked to keep quiet about the Star Trek 2016 and about it and uh, Orsi says uh, the role must be worthy 
So uh, over the weekend, uh, William Shatner confirmed he had been contacted by J.J. Abrams about how there might be a role for him in the 2016 movie. Um, Shatner has revealed that he, he's been contacted again and told to stop talking about the Star Trek Star- movie. Details on that below, plus uh, how the media is covering Bill's weekend revelation. And there were some new comments for, from Orsi at, at Trek Movie. Um, this is what uh, Shatner had to say. Here's my dilemma. I was, I was cautioned not to speak about this. And the next day, it was all over Twitter. So I talked about it. And then I got into another phone call. Uh, asked me to keep quiet again. All I can say is I'm very excited about the film. And, and this is what Orsi had to say uh, about being worthy. Uh, the director of the upcoming Star Trek movie, uh, Orsi, has again engaged fans here at, at trekmovie.com and has dropped a, a couple of uh, interesting comments about a bill over the last day. First was this exchange. Um, if it's true, I hope, this is from a fan, if it's true, I hope it was a very good idea, and as Shatner said, it, it is meaningful. I don't want uh, Bill or Neil to come back just with a, a good idea for a sweep. What, um, while the intention is good, it could possibly wreck everything. And and, and, uh, and Orsi responded, exactly, I would ra- I would never waste my hero's time. Must be worthy of them if they're going to go for it. So so let's talk about it. So they're, they're telling Shatner to basically shut up. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, come on. You tell the chat to shut up. I mean, think about this a little bit. I mean, you're telling, you know, Captain Frickin' Kirk to shut up. It's not going to happen. Uh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. But, um, so, I mean, I understand there's non-disclosure agreements and all that, and they mm-hmm. can't reveal anything. It's obvious that they have put him, they either tapped him or he's somehow involved, mm-hmm. or they wouldn't be telling him to shut up. But the fact that it's out there and people are tweeting about it and they're still telling him to shut up seems a bit, eh. For me, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, it it's certainly going to generate interest that you know he, that Shatner would have a part in in the new movie. What that would be, I mean, I mean, they killed Captain Kirk in in the ninety four you know Star Trek Generations. So I'm you know what what would they what would they do with Shatner? Well, uh, it could be video footage like bleeding through from the mirror universe. You know, that could uh, be history or. You know, Nimoy is there. I mean, if Nimoy is there, he could have brought with him some sort of recorder that has, you know, a video of Shatner, mm-hmm. you know, on some vid screen talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a couple ways they could probably do that to be kind of inventive. It'd be nice to see Shatner in the role, sure. Oh yeah, and I think, uh, go ahead. I, and and I think you know, I don't think he liked I, I, at one time. I mean, he would have been he was okay with them killing Kirkhoff. But I remember reading his book after you know after it happened. He, he was very upset by it, and then he actually had the idea of we could bring Kirk back, and he approached CBS and Paramount about it, and they weren't that sanguine about it. So he then wrote the novels that he what what is affectionately known as the Shatnerverse, where they do bring Kirk back. Uh, so I know he still he still loves Star Trek. He, he's put out a bunch of. Um, you know, documentaries over the last couple of years. Right. And so he, he still has his hand on Star Trek. And so I guess he'd love to do something with it if, if they could find something. I mean, the last um, was the Emmys. I think when um, Seth MacFarlane hosted it, they uh, Shatner put on the uniform again to Captain Kirk was communicating with Seth MacFarlane saying, you know, don't screw up the Emmys and say, you know, right. it, it was a very, if you're looking for something funny to watch, if you didn't see the Emmys when Seth MacFarlane was hosting it, Shatner comes in as Captain Kirk. Well, that you know, on a, on a screen and tells tells him what not to do. Or so, so he still likes he likes being Captain Kirk. And 
Do you think that they're worried a little bit about Shatner just saying too much? Uh, like maybe it's not about him being quiet about the fact that he might be involved, but that he might spill too much accidentally. And has he done such a thing before? I'm not sure if he's done anything like that before, but I know in this day and age, I mean, it is so hard to keep when you're filming a movie, if if it has, um, if it has a certain appeal. The paparazzi fans or whatever are going to try to find get the scoop on it beforehand. I mean, we we, we knew several months before Into Darkness came out that that Khan was the bad guy. I mean, they, they tried to uh, you know water- and the suspicion for that was a year out ahead of time. Like there was just yeah, it's going to be the story of Khan. Oh, it's going to suck. They, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be good, and you know whatever. And there was a bunch of pictures taken. Somebody. I don't know if it was a, it was a camera phone or whatever. Somebody put there was a bunch of pictures of them shooting the movie before you know almost a year before the movie came out. So um, they're probably trying to be as careful as possible not to have any information. I think I think some of this kind of bit them on the butt last time, and so I think they're trying to be extra careful. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to go. I mean, they're doing the same thing with the whole Star Wars flick. I mean, it's the same, mm-hmm. trying to keep everything under wraps. Um, I, we, we talked with uh, Michael Welch. Um, he, he was saying when they when they filmed the last uh, Twilight movie, um, everybody wanted to see what Kristen Stewart looked like at the wedding before the movie came out and stuff. And so they had to. Uh, you mentioned Twilight. I know, I know. I'm melting. I'm melting. Yes, I mentioned Twilight. Um Forgive me, but uh, <laughs> um, but it's just it just it go it, it crosses genres that either the paparazzi or fans are going to try to get the early scoop on something before the movie comes out, which is tempting, but it's really kind of it almost ruins for the fans. Yeah, you know, I know there's people that get really hung up on oh, it's been spoiled. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know anything, and you know, no pictures. I will shun Facebook and the inter. For me, and you've heard me say this in the show before, I'm not distracted by spoilers. If I know something's going to happen, the journey is how that journey unravels is still beautiful for mm-hmm. me, and I enjoy that just as much. Mm-hmm. And um, but I know that not everyone's like me, and that's okay. Right, that's okay. Well, we got to move into our last promo tonight, and we got to show Raul and uh, and and Jim some love here tonight. They're doing a podcast called the Babylon Project Podcast, where they are rewinding and watching every single episode and movies, including some interviews kind of thrown in between of the Babylon 5. So we, of course, interviewed Mira Furlong. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terrell Rothery was kind of involved in that in some capacity. Right. And um, so we've interviewed some people from Babylon 5. Right. And I'm I'm having a brain freeze. We would talk to... uh... One of the characters from Babylon Five last year, also. Um, oh, who was that? Oh, I can't. Yes, uh, I don't know. But we, we we've talked we've talked to some actors from from Babylon Five yes, before. We yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. And I forget. I forget, again, I remember us talking. I just don't remember the name. But yeah, those the two that I didn't mention were on it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, if you are if you are missing that show and just want to trip down memory lane and want to. Give your two cents and talk about the relevancy and how it's maybe kind of held up over the span of time. You've got to check out the Babylon Project podcast. Here's the promo. 
The Babylon Project was our last best hope for Scott. A self-contained podcast, one hour long, located on the internet. A place of fun and discussion for Babylon 5 fans everywhere. A shining beacon in cyberspace, all alone in the night. It was the dawn of the 20th anniversary of Babylon 5, the year the great war to free Bab 5 came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Babylon podcasts. The year is 2014. The name of the place is the Babylon Project Podcast. Hi, this is Raul from the Babylon Project Podcast. Jim and I would like to invite you to join us as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of one of the most important sci-fi series of all time, Babylon 5. We'll be making our way through all five seasons with commentary and thoughts and a little bit of fun. Find us at the Babylon Project Podcast at blogspot.com or you can find us on iTunes. Look forward to hearing from you. And remember, no boom today, boom tomorrow. There's always a boom tomorrow. And we are back. It's dessert time, Miles. Dessert time. We forgot one more entree, though. We got to talk about Harvey Birdman. Oh, yeah, Birdman. I tell you what. I'm going to throw that trailer. The trailer, I'm going to be honest. Uh, so the Birdman trailer came out, right? And it's supposed to be about this washed up superhero. I was going to throw it in, but there is, there's a lot of vulgarity in the trailer. You know, that's a good idea. And so let us know if you're interested in it. It's being called the Black Swan. The Black Swan of sci-fi, of comic book heroes. Michael Keaton. Michael freaking Keaton. Batman, you know, right. is in this. Uh, movie, so it's interesting to see these playing Birdman. The trail looks interesting, and we're gonna, and uh, we're, I'm sure we'll be keeping an eye on it as this story unravels. But I'm not gonna play the trailer tonight. Let's move into our dessert. Oh, let's do it. I want to spoil my supper. No, so tell me, uh, what is our sci-fi five and five tonight? I thought, you know, we, we never did any, anything with Doctor Who in our sci-fi five and five before, and I've embraced the world. Uh, you know, did you ever finish season six? No, I haven't, and I know it's curse you, ma- Oh, season seven, you never finished. I guess it was. Forget season seven. I haven't finished season five. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, but I, I, I started watching the. the, the he listen. just skipped right over and said, "Ah, Peter Capaldi, bring it on, bring it on, Peter Capaldi." Yes. All right. Well, let's go into these Doctor Who quotes, and do you want to start? And we'll do every other. Sure. They're, they're not in any particular order, but. Um, they're they're all good, and I, I kept the doctors that we're all familiar with. Uh, okay, so this this one it, w- it was for Matt Smith. Okay, through crimson stars and silent stars and tumbling nebulas like oceans set on fire, through empires of glass and civilizations of pure thought and a whole terrible, wonderful universe of impossibilities. You see these eyes? They are old eyes. And one thing I can tell you, Alex, monsters are real. Dun dun dun. Very good, very good, very good quote. I like this next quote. Uh, This one's by Eccleson. And by the way, just a little side note, I recently saw Eccleson in a production of Antigone. Mm -hmm. So the old Greek play. And I'm like, hey, look, the doctor, the doctor, right? That one season doctor. Anyways, he says this. 
it's like when you're a kid, the first time they tell you that the world's turning and you just can't quite believe it because everything looks like it's standing still. I can feel it. The turn of the earth, the ground beneath our feet is spinning at a 1,000 miles an hour and the entire planet is hurtling around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour and I can feel it. We are falling through space, you and me clinging to the skin of this tiny little world and if we let go, that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a great quote. I love that quote by Eccleson. I really need to go back and watch the Eccleson season. That was very enjoyable. So maybe when I, maybe I don't know if I can get my daughter to watch it with me. Maybe. Anyways, go on. Number three. When you wake up, I'll be a story in your head, but that's okay. We're all stories in the end. Just make it a good one, eh? Because it, it was, it was the best. This was this was the Matt Smith. Uh, yeah, quote. Matt Smith. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a classic little tenant quote we're having at our number four. People assume that time is a strict progression of cause and effect, but actually, from a non-linear, sub non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly, time and wimey stuff. That that quote gets put out there time and time again. I like the timey wimey. Yeah, yeah. And number five. Number five. And this is a tenant one also. Oh, how to explain the mechanics of infinite temporal flux. I know. Back to the future. It's like back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic back to the future reference here. In it. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. Well, again, and we say that we haven't said this in a while, but if you have your own sci-fi five and five, the five best, the five worst, anything, and it's okay if we go back and revisit some of the older ones saying, what are your top five female heroines? Are your top five spaceships, top five robots, or worst haircuts, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you let us know. Just email us at the sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com, or you can just send an audio file and we'll play that if you want to hear your voice on the podcast. We would love to kind of share that. Uh, Jim did one a while ago, best uh, Dr. McCoy quotes. And, oh, yes. That and, was pretty awesome. And he, he did a fantastic job yeah. uh, editing that and put that in. Yep. So, uh, but... Uh, be creative. Yeah, you can be creative or if you just want to email us saying, hey, my top five, blah, 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 blah. That's good too. So, so and some of you may have emailed stuff too. If you missed it, just let us know and we'll try to find it. So Right. But I believe that's it, Miles. That is our show tonight. We have news. We have news. We have served up a lot of news and a lot of stuff's coming up and I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Me too. But especially for Knight Rider. <laughs> I'll let you can tell me how that is. I'll tell you how that is. Okay, yeah. killing house all. But all right, well, I think that's about it. So we should wrap up the show. Okay. And that's it. All right, till next time. Good night and good luck. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food, the service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading. Flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com or send an MP3 or typed email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash scifidiner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com. <laughs>